Western Conference podcast, and the the boys are back together. We got my brother Westafa who's back in studio, and the long-awaited incoming guest of my brother Jay Boog. How Jay we doing, Buggy. brother? What's going on, Western Conference? Yeah, Big yeah, body yeah. Westafa in the building. Ancha! See, that's what I'm talking about. See, long time we've been waiting for this, right, Wes? Yeah, man. Shit. Long time we've been waiting for you to come back, too. I was about to say, we're about nine episodes yeah, in, and you're yeah, back. Yeah. Okay, you're back here. Good to be back. Good to be back, man. It's good to have you back. Boogie, it's good to have you in studio, Thanks man. Thanks for having me, man. They, yeah. they really don't see you in this light, but we said, you know, we're your brother, so it was good for you to have us in here. Yeah, yeah, here we go. <laughs> Wes, tell the people where you've been at, man. What you been working on, man? What you where you been? Uh, shoot, man. Shout out our brother La Peppa. He just got married in Hawaii. Peppa! Shout out Peps, man. And my brother Boogie, the host with the most, and his lovely wife L. Yeah, uh, shout out L, man. Holding me down out there, man. That's my second home over there. So we was just kicking back. So out you there. were just in Hawaii while I was out here working. That's what's, yeah. that's what's up. That's what's up. But we are here together once again. And he's no stranger to us. This is family right here. Family. We yeah. got our brother Boog up in here, who's currently going getting back on the road, getting some shows under his belt with the green. But how we how we got we feeling to get back on the road? It's pretty cool, man. It's um good to get back busy again. Um, it's actually. Just getting back in the swing of things, man. It's been a long time, but we this is what we do. This is what yeah. we've been doing. This is what we love to do. And we're continuing doing it with pride and full of joy. You know what See, I mean? That's what I'm talking is, about. This is always it's all about. You look so refreshed right now, too, brother. I'm trying to <laughs> You look so refreshed right now. But you know what? You know how we get down here, Wes. We try to take it back from the humble beginnings, right? Yeah, man. Let's go from 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 uh from day one, man. So how did how did you get going in this thing, man? That's the so humble long. beginnings of Jay Book. I mean, basically, no. Like, what what made you want to be become an artist? You know. You know what? It, I think probably junior high, high school. Yeah. It was uh, my homeboy. To know, we was always in the Bone Thugs. We was always trying to dissect the lyrics, which we couldn't even get correctly the yeah. whole damn time. <laughs> so we would mumble them, mumble it, but um, we would try to write things down, and he was the first one that really showed me how to rhyme on paper. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I was just tripping out that he um, got to do that, and yeah. he pretty much put me on game on how to do it and just to rhyme words, and everything kind of you know, uh, came into play when I started to play with it. And I, it just grew from that, you know, from, from rapping with him, bouncing rhymes, and then... Um, getting to meet certain people along the way as well, like uh, um, well, my boys from Long Beach, my homies from Long Beach, like Dalsinga and them, Samu, Malakai, was the one, the first one to bring me to the studio ever, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, a real studio. Yeah, I mean, it was a house studio, yeah. but to me, that shit was, Yeah. you know what I mean? It was like, we was over there at Paramount, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like something. And um, it was, it was, I didn't really know what to think of it then, but you know, hearing it back on on, on the CD, it was just mind blowing to me, you know? And didn't know how far we were gonna be able to take it, but we just kept I kept with it. You know what I mean? And, and so you were rapping. I was about to say, don't bounce over the fact because he did say Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. So you yeah, did say we, we was rapping to, uh... back and forth. <laughs> so I'm 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 assuming this was a rap group that you were a part of. Yes, this is Ghetto and Gutter. Ghetto and shout out to Ghetto and Gutter. Shout out time, Ghetto man. and Gutter. I got volume one and two. It was hell of a classic. <laughs> hell of a classic right there. Shout out my brother Vocab. I know he's going to be watching and tuning into this. Uh, Sangaloco. Sangaloco. LB. But know. was that the plan when you guys were had this group? Were you guys emulating Bone Thugs or was something uh, no, that was stopped? No, this is way, this, sorry, this is a, uh, way past the Bone Thugs and Harmony yeah. part. This is like after graduation, you know what I mean? We didn't, it was just something that we loved to do, you know what I mean? So you brought me into the crew and we just... It kind of just fell into fell into something. Yeah. And Malakai was the one that was really trying to put the group together. And then it, it just became, what, like, 
you know, nights of writing over there at the garage and just us loving to do that. We yeah. didn't even know where it was going to go. And, you know, Malakai was a front runner to, to kind of put all the plans together for all of us to even get in the studio, yeah. pick the people who's going to be in the group. So we was wrapping our ass off. You yeah. know what I mean? Like thinking this is this is Diddy right here. Come on, <laughs> you know man. I mean? See, so Wes, I'm think we got we got booked the rapper at this point. Yeah, well you know what? Let's just say this. Samu for those that don't know, uh is Tonga Tupac, Tonga Tupac. on Instagram. Shout out Tonga Tupac, man. Yeah man. He's a whole legend in himself, yeah. man. Uh and he just celebrated a birthday yesterday. So yep. happy just, birthday to yeah, Tonga yeah, Tupac. Happy birthday, Samu. Hope Wait, what was understand. the rap name book? Was it still Jay Book during the rap group? It was name? raw. 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 Yeah. AKA uh, Rasta. <laughs> Raw, AKA Rasta. See, we got to know this. I'm about to say, who's Rasta, See, man? Who Rasta from Ghetto Gutter, man? Y'all opening up all kinds of memories right now. <laughs> but that's what we wanted to do because we want to take everybody back to those times where it was the humble beginnings, it was the garage, it was the rap oh, yeah. group days. Because that had to also, I mean, as you can see, it turned into something. When was the next phase of saying, I'm going to go from this rap group and try to see what I could do on my own? Well, I, I think, you know, we we connected with some dudes, um, with Tiso, Inga, and yeah. Kev, and they was from Jungle War. There was from there was Long Beach, Orange County, but then we kind of connected the groups together. Yeah, and um, he was the one that kind of brought us out to go start doing shows. Got it. Which is at House of Blues. It was just like open mic night type yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, got it. Um, man, what was the one we did in City Orange? It was a sushi spot. So you guys was doing shows as this Bro, rap group. We was, I was. Working in the refinery, 12-hour shifts, going straight to writing. Yeah. After that, we doing Whoa, 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 whoa. Go back to the refinery. Don't skip over that. <laughs> so we working in the refinery yeah. at this time down in Long Beach, right? All, all, all the refineries. Yeah. All the BPs, Arcos, whatever, Chevrons. And, um, See, look at that. Boog was refining how, gas at this point and, in time. And how did you get, how did you get into that? Uh, through my brother Toph. Yeah, rest, rest in peace, man. Big Toph, yep. man. Rest in peace, Toph, man. He kind of... Kind of got fed up of me just running around. Like, get your ass over here. Yeah. Bring you uh, into the stable ass job and you do your thing. It was kind of hard to get in the groove of things, but you know that's what it was. It was a, a building moment for me, of uh, responsibility and yeah. you know all that other shit that comes with manhood. <laughs> yeah. So you know you work, you work in the refinery. You're in a rap group right now. When does it hit the time to say okay, you guys are doing show? But by the time you're just saying you're doing shows now. You're doing shows with the little sushi I mean, bars. It, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and, and to us, it was, we was having a good time. But yeah. we was really going for gusto. You know what I mean? Like, wherever we can catch a mic at. You know, when uh, uh, what was that? either Contiki's over here on the stage popping up somewhere. Shout out Contiki, yep, man. Yeah. Let us hop on the mic. One Foundation be over here. We be going down there to Long Beach, hop on the mic, and just try to do what we can. Yeah. You know? But was, was there a plan at that point in time? Or were you just kind of listening? Hell no, we just rolling with the flow. Yeah. Wait, so you're talking about going to, to reggae shows and stuff, so it, you, you guys weren't taking the, the rapping element over there? Or was it was it? kind of both. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? They just. It was kind of both. So when was it that you started doing the um the YouTube videos and stuff like that? Was that around that time? I was pretty much around that time too. And that's uh, you and Acoustics. Me, Acoustics, Ali'i, Binge. I mean, you know, we just all after work go kick back in the garage and jam sesh. Yeah. yeah. Kind of compete my dog. Yeah. And when you guys did those jams, so that's what was coming up on YouTube. You guys were recording these things and putting them on YouTube. Yeah, we we started recording it because. I mean, we started writing more songs, structured songs at that. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just, you know, shit out the ear. It's just we were actually putting some songs together and they were sounding kind of cool. So uh, Acoustics had a camera or League had a camera. And then we just went for it. He, yeah. The first video that went up was The Love Season. Oh, pixelated ass. I think you can still find it somewhere on <laughs> yeah, YouTube. Yeah, but man, that 
we got so much response from that, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Is that come, that's something that sparked up you guys saying, okay, we got a little traction on this love season on YouTube? I, I guess so. It, yeah. You know, kind of put a light in our heads that, that maybe we got a little something, you know. And, and who, uh, how did love season come about? I mean, you wrote it or did you? I wrote it. It was yeah. uh, me and me, Clarence. It, it was all of us. Me, Singer, uh, Clarence, and Elite always chime in and throw words. You yeah. know what I mean? So all of us was just building together. You yeah. Know? Shout, was, shout out singer, man, the Tonga Nate Dog. <laughs> I'm going to say, yeah. that is straight the Tonga Nate Dog right yep, there. Yeah. If you listen to some of the hooks that he did, he was right there with Nate. Yeah. He, he was right there head and head yep, to head. Yeah. But now you're doing this, now love scenes comes about. Now who, so because you guys have to go through a process. It has to go through all the brothers too to say mm. if this is actually something that could be worth putting out there with everybody. Because you'd always have that one where like, nah, that was weak. So who, yeah. who was sitting there saying... This was good. This wasn't good. Was it the family? Was it the brothers? Yeah, pretty much. It was. Yeah. It was um, everybody in the infirmary. All the you know, we recorded little mixtapes and gave them out, and everybody loved it. We heard it bumping in the parking lot. So it was like, okay, here we go. You yeah. know what I mean? And um, it just it just built from there. Like uh, we we didn't know how to take it further than that. I mean, we were still doing it for fun. We didn't really know how to break it down to a business. Yeah. But then you know, we got to meet. You know, along the way, you get to meet a lot of people. People that, know, that people. know about the business, yeah. And and the plan was to go take it out the feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, I, you know, at that time, his plate was full. So yeah. he wasn't trying to have anybody on there. Exactly. But, um, you know, who, um, shout out to my, my brother Pete, too. He was a... The, the one late night taking the CD all the way to Hawaii for that. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a, a whole movie for him. And we were talking about Fiji, about that whole process, how that became, how that fell in his lap, how the love yeah. season came. And he was saying, you know, there was a lot of artists coming at him at that time. Mm -hmm. And he said that he heard something in that love season that he wanted to work with. Because, and the rest is history, as you guys are already with that. Because that when was the first time you actually met Fiji and was saying, okay, this is something we can get into? I mean, I didn't even feel like I can get into it. It was yeah. just an opportunity to go over there and meet him. If he liked it, he liked it. If he didn't, then they. Yeah. Back to the refinery it was. You know what I mean? It wasn't nothing like I was going to you know, build a career off of it or we're going to do this and do that. It was just I, I went over there off a of fly. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, if it hit, it hit. If it didn't. Now, I heard, that, I heard that you guys, or I heard he produced that album in like a month or something like that. No, we did that shit in a week. Or a week. It was oh, a, something, something short. I knew it was a short amount of time. No, we did that in a so week. So you wrote all those songs off of Hear Me Roar in that one week? Yep, all of us did. Damn, that's crazy. What's the process in that? Are you guys just sitting down and saying each song is a different vibe? Like, Because there are some Kinda. bangers through that whole project. It was. Well, you know what? I got to say this, man. I heard that Boogie had uh, Hear Me Roar when he was yeah. at Cerritos playing over there. <laughs> well, let's take it back. Hold on. What, did you, what position did you play at Cerritos? I was playing, what the hell was I? I was playing uh, uh, DT, D defensive tackle. Come on, see, Jay Boog, no, the defensive no, tackle. No, no, sorry, sorry, DN, 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 my bad. So, but you, so you had been that... so long, you know what I <laughs> mean? so long. But so you had that song already, or you had kind of an idea. Kind of, of yeah. kind of. But, but see, like even in practice, I used to love to sing, you know what I mean? Me yeah. and Mr. Stan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, because football, Sam, football, you always have the brothers that are singing. Yeah. Right. If you, you're in the locker room, whether you're on the field, when you got a timeout or something, you guys are singing. So that was you, Boogie. You was in the DN that was singing your ass off I during the so. in between. Yeah, the fuck. <laughs> fuck their head up, you know. What, I mean? yeah. what the hell are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and then you start singing as you walk off. <laughs> so you, you're in Hawaii right now. You guys are yeah. writing all these songs for "Hear Me Roar" that's coming out like that. So with Fiji's, because he sings background vocals on some of those things too, right? Oh, pretty yeah. much all of it, right? He, yep. He pretty much and he produced it. Yeah, he produced yeah. it. He he did his thing there. So even do, during that whole process, it was like yeah. uh, 
I didn't want to come. Uh, I I did. I wanted to come equipped every day. You know what I mean. Yeah. I wanted to have something ready for him to um you know uh build production to or whatever it was. I just had to make sure I had to be over there every day with my lyrics. So yeah, you know I had it was me and Thalsinga just day and night trying to make sure we had something ready because then it became like a a little battle between us and Feeds like who had our <laughs> you know who yeah. had our shit prepared. You yeah, know what I mean. So we think if we got him one day, he just. <laughs> We like, I'm looking at him like, yeah, fine. You know what I mean? <laughs> he ain't got no. He's just over here, just silent. Yeah. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> what the hell you got over here? <laughs> he go in the studio, one take, Jake, the whole goddamn song. I'm like, <laughs> tomorrow we got you, brother. Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow we got we thought you. We thought we had you today, but yeah. maybe tomorrow we'll get them. But yeah. shout out Feej because Feej was telling us about that whole project and how that came about. But like, who was picking the first single? Like, was somebody saying, "Okay, this is gonna be the single we're gonna lead out with"? Who was making that decision? You guys were as a collective. Yeah. Um, well, see, it was it was kind of a debate because I wanted Love Season to come out first or to be the single. Yeah. But then Feej had another ear, and then he's like, "I think Lifetime Lover should." But man, both the bangers right there. No, but see, that that was the thing. I think I think Love Season did drop on Record Cafe. Shout out to um Fat Joe. Fat Joe, ninety eight five. Well, yeah, Big Cold now, but yeah, yeah. Big Cold now. But man, um, he was the first one that ever gave us love on the air. Man, listening to that was was it was a highlight of yeah. our life. You know what I mean? Well, just having that moment, hearing <laughs> your song come out on the radio, and then of course, I mean, you know, when it hits on the radio, those are like the number one songs. Mm. Those are like the most requested songs. So that so that was Love Season. But see, it got love, right? Yeah. But like I said, like like you said. I think Lifetime Lover should be the one. Yeah. Lifetime Lover came out like a wave over Hawaii. Whop! Yeah. I was like, okay, he was right, bro. Just <laughs> <laughs> listen okay, to you. Go ahead and do Love you. Season, but Lifetime Lover was the one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It, it, it was um, the one that kind of, yeah, catapulted all this Henry Roar stuff. You know? Man, I remember that time. You know, I shot to Hawaii at that time. And yeah. It was like all day, every day, this guy on the radio. And that's all you heard was back to back. Well, it was, and then Gunja Farm was in heavy rotation too. It's crazy. Yeah. See, shout out, shout out to Marlon Asher, too. Man. Shout out Marlon Asher. It was yeah. like the SoCal takeover from a kid from Compton going over to Hawaii and saying, look, we're just going to hit him over the head. And having the credibility of someone like Feige co-signing it. Well, you know what, man? I, this is just my you know personal va- evaluation. And it's like Boogie, when he came over there, there was nothing that sounded like that. Yeah. You know, and... Um, you know, just all his influence, like he was saying, you know, coming from rapping to now yeah. singing, he had a different cadence and... It was like no, nobody heard that, yeah. you know? And um, I'm sure Feech thought the same thing. But when did you meet um, all the boys, like Langa and Kivini? And, that was and actually during that same time we started recording the, the, the Hear Me Roar. Yeah. Um, man, crazy thing, too. Like I said, when I was riding Long Beach with the boys, Ghetto and Gutter, we would always bang Langa's uh, uh, tune. The, the, um, what was that? Uh, Rest in peace, Langa. Take me away. Recipes to my brother yeah. Longs. We always used to bump long stuff over there on the block. And then, you know, I finally got to meet the dude. Yeah. And it was just a trip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being come out, come out the truck, blitzed already. Yeah. <laughs> Go inside the booth, sound like an angel. I'm like, yeah. damn, how you do that, man? That's one thing Long could do. Long could be toe up and still come out and just sound it <laughs> on point. He the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had the case of Bud Lights, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're talking about some of your influences. We're talking about in your early rap career. Who were some of your reggae influences? Who were some of your music influences that you kind of said, once I start doing the Love Season album, that you kind of want to just have it be influenced by? Um, Man, there was a whole lot of artists. Yeah. That we're always, you know, influenced from. Um, 
like even you know uh, listening to all my my older brothers um mixtapes that they had in the room you know yeah. there was a whole lot of everything on there a lot of old bob a lot of oswald um barrington um just a whole plethora of, yeah. of but of a heavy a heavy and, reggae influence yes, definitely and yeah. i didn't even know who most of the artists were i didn't even know what they were saying most of the time yeah you know, but I, I knew I loved the vibe and I could listen to this all, all day. It was always definitely a vibe, especially being in California, being raised in California. And you listen to because when I first come in, I, Bob, the legend album was the first one that my brother was playing. And I'm like, oh, what's this? And you kind of like, oh, that's kind of a vibe. And it's different, you know, when you grow up in Cali to have that whole vibe of, you know, Bob Marley come across and have, you know, Oswald and you have the Gregory Isaacs and all that. So that's why when, I, when we was talking with the bug and we're seeing that influence in you that came through was like, damn. So when you went to Hawaii, you're like, OK, now this could be something that I could actually make mm. a career out of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that, the vision wasn't that far yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. We was just trying to get one thing done at a time. When was your first show in Hawaii after the love season came out? Live show. Uh, was that the, was that the uh, I mean, the uh, Waikiki Shell? Waikiki Shell, jamming the Hawaiians. Wait, make... so there's nothing before the Waikiki Shell? They're just straight to the shell? Straight to the shell. Because it was it was the feed show and it was an introduction for me to get on there. Wow. I didn't have no stage pressures. No I was nothing. about to say, I mean, you normally have like a few that you do before. It threw the me shell. to the wolves, bro. <laughs> I mean, it was cool. I mean, you know, get baptized by fire. Yeah. But, bro. Threw up in my mouth on the side of the <laughs> Who's on that lineup, if you remember? Um, man, I just know Feeds closed off the night. And yeah. I, I, it was a blur, bro. I, I, but I do remember that. And I think the day before, that's why, that's why the, 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 Gava, the Gava thing is so serious for me. Because I broke out when I was mixing with the homies over there on the west side. Yeah. I don't know who the hell followed the damn bar barrel, <laughs> but it was, it was bad for me. Yeah. So, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I know there's a whole lot of, you know, uh, build up for me to hop out, you know, tomorrow. <clears throat> I, don't, I don't really know if I can do it. I can, yeah. you know, I can barely open my mouth. I can, can't really. You was looking for the excuse. You was looking for the excuse to I get guess, out of there. But, but yeah. it hurt. It hurt. Yeah. And I, I, was trying to, I was trying to do my best over there. You yeah. know what I mean? So I didn't want to come short. He was like, ah, it's all right, Deuce. Yeah. Just remember, uh, you know, <laughs> a little story I got to share. So there's one time I had gout in both. Both of my feet and knees. Yeah. Just got up there on stage. Once the adrenaline kicked in from the people, that's when I knew I just had to do the show. But you do what you got to do. <laughs> you know, if you want to take No pressure, though. No pressure. I'm like, all right, man. Like, we, doing we doing it tomorrow. Man, so at the Waikiki Shell, you come out on stage. Stomach is rumbling. Butterflies are going. Did you, did you sip on a little something before you stopped up on stage? No. I, yeah. I, I, water that came out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't and how even, was the I response? It, it was. I think there's a video of the intro for that on YouTube. It was live. Yeah. It was live, baby. It was. Everybody was singing the damn songs, lyric for lyric. How did that feel being the, your, that being your first show? Damn, they wanted to come on stage, bro. For real. <laughs> yeah, for real. Because, I mean, it was, like I said, that being your first show, you, you, you're in Hawaii. And not that you have to get the approval of the listeners and the people, but this is a big show. You're on stage with Feed. You're being introduced to this demographic to kind of just say, okay, go do what you do. So you get on stage. What's the first song you open up with? Bro, I can't even tell you. I don't even remember. <laughs> I'm serious. <sighs> it was that much of a blur. A blur blur. Yeah, yeah. See, that's what I'm talking about. So, so are, we, are we getting past Cabo Cups right now? Uh, yeah. Okay, yeah, cool. So as long as we got to see what comes from Didn't y'all just hear there. my story about what I was talking see, about? That's you, though. That's you. That was the cue. He, he said he was set the cabo over there. So how long was your set? 
at the show. It was the short. Show. It was about what four songs out. And that was at the end of that the night. Was, was that the was that the it, it, it was in the middle of his set. Yeah, you know what I mean. It was like the 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 best time to to introduce anything new, you know, for him. And it was I, I thank him for that because if it yeah. wasn't for him, bro, he he did a whole lot for my career. You can't even you know what I mean. Yeah, he, it was just the best. I love you, Feeds. And know when, what I mean? when we talked to Feeds about it, we talked about the humble communities with him and me and Westavo were going over this too. He take took us back to a young bug coming out like that. He was you know everyone <laughs> had their shot. But we, just hearing you come out on this show, I didn't even know that was your first show. I'm thinking there was some buildup to this. Yeah. I'm thinking there's some like, okay. Well, I mean, if you want to count the stuff he's talking about earlier on, you yeah. know what I mean? No, I'm like, talking about when this love season was coming Right, out. yeah, yeah, Like yeah, that yeah. right there, it's like you don't just go do that like, at, you know, what did they have back in the cellar or some, you know, some small wow. spot back in the day. You're going straight to the big stage. And you're alongside well, the Well, yeah, like Feige. normally it's like a Mai Tai's, yeah. you know what I'm I like mean? Like a Mai Tai's yeah. or something like that, too. There's no tune-up show. Grand grand opening. <laughs> <laughs> it was crazy, man. Even even before all of that, you know what I mean? Before yeah. even being able to do the album. Man, there was a time where, you know, we, we, we met Feeds, we talked to him and stuff. The album, we didn't even start doing the album yet. We're over here getting a haircut over there at King. Shout out to King. <laughs> Shout out to my brother Flavor King Shop. Flavors, man. The Wick um, Shop. The Wick Shop. The flavor shop. Yeah, Milo Flavor Shop. <laughs> um, um, this is on uh, I think this shop was on Kalakau. Yeah, and um, we uh, Fees took me over there to go get a haircut, and then uh, he's like, "Hold on, let's come outside real quick." Go outside. It got the whole circle of the company. You know what I mean? With South Pack. Wow. And it was just you know it's cool to meet everybody. You yeah. Know what I mean, but I knew what time it was. I just didn't know they wanted me to bust right then and there inside yeah. the parking lot. I'm over here, huh? Okay, come on. <laughs> but at that another time, initiation. You just, just shooting. Yes. Yeah. You just shooting your shot. You know what I mean? And you know, I like I said, I'm never trying to come short. You know what yeah. I mean? Trying to trying to um, make the most out of it. So I I, I sang "Run Up" for them. Yeah. First one to come out. Run up, man. Run up. So I came. That's how you do that, Oos. Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how you do that, Oos. I said, like, come on, because you don't know. He's he's talking about. You got you to get like everyone's, you know, when you go freestyle to somebody to try to get, he had the people over there ready to hear, and you just at, at King's Barbershop, you're about to get lined up, yeah. they're like, oh no, come outside that, that real was, quick, yeah. and just come do what you do. And you, like you said, you always have to bring your A game to any opportunity and situation like that, and you came to run up, come on, man. Boogie had to run the musical fade, that's what he <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, we've been there before, baby, man, let's so go. Speaking of run up, man, how did that song come about, man, because that's a heavy song. I mean, it's And it's the first stuff. one on the album. There's all the stuff that we grew up seeing, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean, as a child, seeing in, you know, in your teens and the everyday life for us, you know what I mean, that's, that's just what it was. You see uh, a lot of downfall in people, a lot of, uh, lot of dirtiness in life, yeah. you know what yeah. I mean? That, that, but was it hard to transition like growing up in Southern California and kind of putting into a melodic thing where it was like island reggae at the time? Like how do you kind of take your Because that song wasn't really that? Yeah, reggae. yeah, that's that, actually more of like a, like a hip hop yeah. kind of. Like but, it's the flavor of it. Yeah, though. but see, viewing all of that, knowing that you don't want to be a part of that, it's, that's that's what the song yeah. is really about. It's like, you know, um, taking everything, f uh, uh, taking everything with a fade and trying to, you know, um, yeah. become better than that and become better than than what it was. And so, what was it like, man? Being you're the youngest of how many siblings? Well, I got nine. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's, all brothers except yeah, for Amy. One sister. Yeah, you got one sister. There's a lot of us, man. So 
I'm sure that probably played a role in, you know, keeping you in line. Grounded, yeah, yeah. definitely. Because you're the baby of the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're the, you're the one that has to show out, you know, for all the older siblings. Yep. And it's kind of like, you know, they're kind of saying, okay, book, show them what you can it's, do. It's, it's, it's all, you know, uh, uh, don't do as I do, do as I, do as I say, don't do as I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's pretty much what it was, you know. They, they, the Compton House, man. <laughs> I, I got a little bit of the Compton House in my house now, man. Yep. Sugar Cane, baby. <laughs> what was your favorite, favorite track on Hear Me Roar that it was Woo. fun to work on as well? Man, I, all, every song kind of holds something dear to my heart. You know what I mean? I, I can't really choose a favorite. But if I were to choose one, see, I can't even remember the damn names of the song that's on there. My favorite was A-OK if you want to go over that one. <laughs> If I was A-OK, just if you guys want to know, A-OK was my favorite on that one. A-OK, How did that whole thing come, um, come about? That was actually through Zen. Yeah. But Zen, Dave Selu, when I first got to meet them over there in Carson. And we actually did the original track before we took it to Feeds. You know what I mean? And shout out to Zen. He was the one that uh, wrote that hook, the A-OK song. Yeah. Beautiful song, by the way, man. That song be still banging to you know, this that day. Was, that's the one where, you know, your first love, you can get... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It had reminiscence of it off. 40 in the beginning. Like when you heard that that whole little breakdown in the beginning, that was, yeah, was Fiji's idea, right? There. Yeah. Oh, so I kind of figured. You see, what was your favorite song on the album, uh, Wes? Uh, man, it's, I don't think I have one favorite, but yeah. like one that really sticks out. Well, Run Up is dope to me. It just got a whole vibe yeah. to it. Like I was saying, like just it's a different vibe on that one. But then um, Here I Am, bro, that one. That oh one right man, there. Here I Am is my other banger, right? Yeah, there. that one. Right I think there you know is, what I think. What we was talking about earlier, what we thought we had Fiji. Yeah, that was a song mm. because, bro. We was up late night over there. Like we was, we, we were, um, we had writer's block a little bit. We was over there reading the Bible, all kind of stuff, dog. Just trying to, to find, find something, something. Yeah. and it came. <laughs> and we had the whole song done. And then there was no hook. He just sat there for a minute. We thought we got him. Went in there with. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Then he laced, all, laced the harmonies on there. Yeah, shed a tear and put our hands up right there. Hey, yeah. the oh harmonies on here. The I voice did comes it again. from Feige. Yeah. And man, that's just, it gives you chicken skin to this day hearing that and just hearing Feige behind it because it's like, damn, is that Feige? Because if you don't really trip that you, it's him, you'll hear it right away. Yeah. And once you hear that whole, the whole, the harmony came about and that whole project and that whole And thing I mean, his harmonies up. aren't no normal harmonies, man. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He does like eight stacks. Oh, once he gets that dolphin octave, it's just hunts a whole other <laughs> level. Because ain't nobody hitting that dolphin octave right there. You just go, oh, that's Feeds right there. Ain't nobody <laughs> Okay, man, that. so since we're talking about Feeds and Hooks, man, uh, tell us about the uh, the Let's Do It Again um, situation. That was in, um, we actually uh, recorded the original over there in, in, in the Bay, over there in Frisco. Yeah. Yeah. Fees came laid down the hook. I had the first. I had the. Oh, the, I thought that you were in uh, Jamaica. We were in Jamaica, but we we started the idea of the song in the Bay. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So somewhere in the archives is the original recording. Yeah. So Feed sang the hook, and I had I had the verse and a half, but the the song wasn't complete. Yeah. So. But go. you had the rhythm already. Nah, we oh, okay. didn't. It was on a different rhythm. Okay, okay. So we go to Jamaica, and then. Lo and behold, Gramps over here pulls over to Don's house. I didn't even know we was... Don you know, Corleone. Yeah. yeah. Shout out, shout out to Don. Shout out to Gramps. Gramps Morgan. I didn't even know it was Don's house. We go in. I said, man, Don Corleone right <laughs> We go in here. I'm just quiet in the back, you know what yeah. I mean? Because he's trying to show Gramps, you know, some rhythms to hop on, see if you dig them or not. And then um, the major rhythm come on. Boom. I couldn't hold myself from not singing. You know what I mean? I'm oh, on the so couch. It, wasn't, it wasn't originally for you. Hell no. Yeah. That, shoot. He, he was playing. He was showing it to Gramps. He was showing it to Gramps, yeah. and he was showing everybody who was on the track. And I'm like, God damn, this yeah. motherfucker hard. Then um, um, I just I, I couldn't hold myself from singing. And then 
So I did see, you already put the song? No, oh, no. You was just singing nothing. something else. Yeah. No, I was singing that Let's song again. on the major rhythm, right. on the couch. Right, right, right. While we was in the studio. Okay. Yeah. While Gramps was over here talking to Don. Mm-hmm. Don looked back. He over there whispering, Gramps here. Uh, you know. Next day, we pull up to the same house. He's like, all right, book, I'll be back. Like, what you talking about? You just- <laughs> He's like, yeah, uh, Don wanted to holler at you for a minute. I was like, all right. Wow. Going there, just me and Don. I don't know him from nothing. You yeah. know what I mean? And it was just cool. He, you know, made me feel comfortable as hell over there. Like, yeah. you know, I, you know, I was his cousin at the house or something like that. He, there was times where, you know, it was a little, it was a shaky start. But then we got in, we got in the movie things. And there was a time I had a little block. It's food. Shut down the session. Not food, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Shut down the session. Started cooking. Started cooking some fish. I think it was like brown stew fish or something like that. Spicy as hell, bro. Everything is just coming out like water. <laughs> yeah. But I loved it. After that, the whole song got completed right after that. Wait, so we'll talk about this happened. If you don't if you don't sing on the couch, this song, which is one of the biggest songs yeah. ever, doesn't come about. No. So it's something something said, okay, look, he's talking to Gramps. Yeah. You over there mumbling the the lyrics you got because you kind of want him to hear it. You don't want to nah, disp- or you just I'm, did it on your own. Because you wanted him to hear it. I ain't that type of dude. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just, yeah, nah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It just, that is just rare moments that is just, I can't, you know what I mean? Hold myself from singing it. It's just a line. Because that's when everybody, anybody No, but you know track. what? <clears throat> I'm sure Don was over there like, this dude is here for a reason. Yeah. And, you know, as a producer, your ears are always open. You know what I mean? He probably just is like, what is that? And just First, it's like, tell this dude to take his feet off my couch. <laughs> First of all. Second of all, what is this? Really? What is so, this you, know, you wrote you wrote uh, the second and third verse over there? Over there. And um, wow. I, I collabed with the third verse with Cooley. That was... <sighs> cool Face. Cool Sorry face. about that. Yeah. With Cool Face over yeah. there. Shout out to Cool Face. And, um, but um, before even touching the track... I had a hit up feeds because you know that hook went to mine. Yeah. Right. I was like, oh, boy, this hook right here sounds so good <laughs> on this track. He's like, oh, do what you do. Yeah. Man, that's, that's what a rocket. blessing, man. Man, that's a blessing, man, that's a blessing, blessing right there. <sighs> it was, it was, it was a beautiful thing. Yeah. And then to go from that to uh man, Justin Bieber. I'm sure everybody yeah. knows if you guys don't. Because if you don't know, let's that. do it again kind of took its toll over the whole music scene. Yeah, but I remember when Justin Bieber went on in that interview and said that was his favorite song, <laughs> yeah. bro. Like that was crazy. That was dope. Come on. I mean, how does it feel to like have a, a like pop singer like Justin Bieber? You kind of just not even tripping off of it. He's like, oh, what's your favorite song right now? He's like, oh, this Let's Do It Again by Jay Book. Everyone was like, wait, what? Yeah. Even the dude interviewing him was like, nah, you're not for real. He's yeah, like, no, exactly. For real. But then, and then you know, uh, fast forward to Pia Mia and 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 Tiger and Chris Brown doing their thing with it, bro. That's, that was awesome. Yeah, shout out to Bias One, man. Because man, rest in rest peace. peace to yeah, rest in peace to Bias. He was a, he was pretty much a front runner to take us to Power One Six all throughout. You know, yeah, to get our stuff played down. And shout out to KML too, Chewy Gomez. Shout out to the whole crew down there, man. No, the hell it's with like, them. I'm the one that gave it to them. <laughs> Chewy, Big Bond, fuck y'all. I gave y'all that song. I was like, look, you know, we don't play a lot of poly artists. Chewy Gomez, shout out my brother Chewy Gomez, uh, Big Vaughn. They was like, hey, we need more of the poly music. Hmm. I gave him Let's Do It Again. Chewy played it in the morning. He had one of the biggest morning shows. Big Vaughn plays it in the evening, and it took off like wildfire. Everyone in the Bay Area was like, dude, that's the one. And they were tripping that Boog was on KML. Because KML oh, is yeah. I mean, predominantly even, R&B and hip-hop. No, even no, for was, him to be on Power 106 yeah. at the time. No, but see, no... we had the, it was more like we had to fight, fight to get on Power 106. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with KML... That's why, you know, I, I um, love chewing them so much because they just 
ran that motherfucker in the rotation. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, you know, maybe, or, you know, it, it wasn't none of that. It was just. Yeah, with Chewie, yeah. they didn't have to go through certain channels to yeah. get it played. If Chewie liked it, he was going to play it. If Big Von liked it, they was going to play it. And they was like, dude, that's the one that's what's hot right now. As soon as I played them that track, they was like, we need more of this. But I was like, well, shit, well, put me on the payroll. It was <laughs> but I think in the Bay, too, there's a lot of more cultural yes. understanding yes. between the Polynesians and pretty much everybody over there. Yeah. You know, everybody funk with each other. That's the thing. Like, you know, L.A. is, is kind of separated, but you got to know who. Chewie's like the big boy. Bro. Yeah. The big Chewy, boy. Especially of, uh, around that time. <laughs> yep. Around that time, Chewie Gomez was the big boy of the Bay Area. Mm -hmm. He had the biggest morning show. And, like, whatever Chewie kind of put his, you know, signature on, yeah. that was kind of like the shit. So when he had played books, and he didn't play it just once. He played it like every morning. And he was like, shout out my Usos because Chewie has a good following with all the Usos, yeah. all the Tongans, and all the Polynesians out there. So he was like our honorary Chuso. So he was like, dude, <laughs> give me more songs like that. And so once we did that, that kind of broke the mold of saying, okay, they were playing other things other than hip-hop and R&B. Yeah. And that's why there was such a huge following. There's such a huge uh, but, for the Bay Area. But even there. before they played it too, I got to shout out to all the sound systems over there from the Bay. Big yeah. up Jaw Warrior, shout out Jaw Warrior, shout out Jaw Wiser, Jaw Wiser, bro, all of them, man. Ari Doll, come on, Rocket T. Yeah, man, we were, they were playing that at every reggae club, at every spot. We was like, dude, yep. that was like the last song of the night too. Like, oh, we're gonna end it with this one right here. Rocket Room, going. baby, Rocket so, rock, Room. The Rocket Room was probably reggae the gold. end up. You had all Club <sighs> Dread and them going on, mm. but man, that just shows you. What, how that had an effect. But you, I keep going back to, if you're not humming that on the couch, we ain't even talking about Man, this. Man, I don't know if you remember this, bro. We were, we were in, a, I think, New Zealand or Australia, one of them places, and you had played it for me, um, and it wasn't out yet. Mm. It was like all the stuff you did over there. Yeah. And you told me, you was like, yeah, this is going to be a rhythm. And I was like, bro, I don't care what other song is on this rhythm, this is about to be the one. Yeah. Crazy. Because yeah. if you trip, Taurus Riley's on that rhythm. Uh, Sean Paul, Paul, Rock City, yeah. uh, Jacure, Jack Cure, um, Luton Fire. It's a whole. Wait, tell me how that coincides with the Welcome to Jam Rock Cruise. Because you talk like, because we were talking about like George Ryland and having yeah. Let's Do It Again and Boog, your first time on the cruise. I mean, we're talking about, the, tell them about what the Welcome to Jam Rock Cruise is first, Wes. So it's, show the uh, magnitude of this. So this is um, a cruise put together by Damian Marley and his management, uh, his manager, Dan, uh, Dan Dalton. Yeah, shout out Dan. And uh, the first one was 2014. I remember uh, I had hit Boog, he was on tour. I was like, bro, you got to come with me on this on this yeah. cruise. And, we just uh, got off a tour. Yeah, too. he was literally just coming off, off a tour and... Uh, Kill me in. <laughs> yeah, so, so we get on there, we get on there, and um, it's basically all of you know all of his peers in the yeah. music industry. But heavy hitters. I'm talking about heavy hitters Bro, in the game. The first one was like to me one of the best ones. Yep. And, yeah. Uh, so Shaggy was on there, Taurus Riley, Morgan Heritage. They all asked him to jump on. Yeah. But he ended up going with Taurus. Yeah. Because he asked me first. You know, what I mean, it, it, like. It was just respecting, you know what yeah. I mean? But believe me, I wanted to hop on with all of them, but it's yeah. like, it, you know, be. Yeah, right. You know? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But, but it, worked out, it worked out good because Taurus has a song on that rhythm also, yeah. Wildfire. And so to this day, every time Boog's been on the cruise, except for his own performance, Taurus brings him up and yeah. he does it, you know? Yeah. And Taurus' energy is just so... I love Taurus. Taurus is just, his energy is so like <clears throat> the one. But how did it feel to get up there on this Welcome to Jamrock cruise and just do your thing, brother. It was it was crazy. It was it was the highlight of our time over there. Yeah. Man, <laughs> whoo, and I'm telling you, we had some highlights on that yeah. shit, bro. <laughs> but that was that was one for the books, man. Shout out shout out to the Black Soul Band. Shout out to um Shane Brown and all of them, man. Uh thanks for having us over there, dog. Taurus, yeah. love you, bro. 
Yeah, man. Sing it, sing it. See, that's what I'm talking about. So now we're talking about let's do it again. We're talking about we have all these things going. So when was the first time you said, okay, I can make this my career? Well, I don't got to worry about working at a refinery. Working. At, when was the, the the aha moment for you to say, okay, I can do this for a living? Um, I think uh, after after the Revolution tour. After yeah. well, because touring for us, we weren't really touring. We were doing our niche markets where we, you know, we were hitting that. Yeah. And um, they were good. There were shows, you know, three out of the week and then, you know, chill. But it wasn't really touring. And, and the first time I seen touring really happen was through the Green Band. And this is on my, like my space where they, they, I think it was them and Mystic Roots. It was Mystic, yeah. yes, um, yeah. And there was um, Coot and them. Coot, yeah. Coot Dog and Cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, but their tour dates were just bananas. And I was like, man, you know why are we doing this? Why? Yeah. Why? How do we do this? And um, seeing that—that's pretty much what made me want to tour like that. And and touring like that ain't nothing easy. It, it ain't for the faint heart, bro. You got to go in and go hard because yeah. if you don't, then you're just gonna get ate up. But after the Revolution tour, when we did the Spring Greens and Winter Greens with them, um, I was—it was a big gamble because yeah. you know there was there wasn't any money coming in, but we made sure. That a band was well taken care of with whatever we can give them during that time, which yeah. is pennies, you know what yeah. I mean? But we went home with nothing. But that was our payment. It was it was yeah. this is it. If we, if we go, we go, you know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. these are markets, these are markets that we're we're over here wouldn't hitting uh, West Wisconsin or you know what I mean, or bro, some crazy areas. Because you're hitting these markets that of course <laughs> the thing I was talking about was in our demographic, you kinda wanna just do the places where you can place and you can do well in. You were going in these markets where some cities didn't hear about you. You were going to some. Oh, none of them. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean, this is reps. You was brand. This is revolutions tour. And I'm you grateful that they even brought us on the run. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, bro, that was. Well, that's was, the whole purpose of it, yeah. right? Is to ex expand was, your your yeah. your reach in that was, the market. That was a game changer for us because I, I knew we had something special. Yeah. And I just knew we needed to get in, uh, you know, different eyes, different markets, to really show them what we got and. You know, bro, sometimes we'll be over there. You got a dude in the front row just flipping us off the whole show. Like this. <laughs> the whole show. Oh, I bet. And I'm like, well, if I put this mic down over here. We're doing well in, in the West Coast. When we go to the East Coast and some of these cities that never heard of you, you really got to bite the bullet and still perform as if these people are your fans because you're like, you got to do it anyway because you want that exposure on this tour. Definitely. And yeah. and the next year, you know, it started to, it started to, to, to trickle in. You know what I mean? Like we started to get shows that we never got before. The yeah. money wasn't, it wasn't all, but it, it we made it work. You yeah. know what I mean? And that was the whole thing about it. And shout out to Hot Rain, bro. It's like, yeah, shout out to Hot Rain, Rain boys. Because if, bro, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be carrying sound anywhere, bro. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? They, they is the backbone for everything that we do too. And um, they, they, they don't get enough credit. They, 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 they put it down. So you have to have, it's like we're talking about the Hot Rain band and we're talking about some artists that are watching this podcast now that they're scared to take that next step to go to places where no one knows them. To go to those places where nobody heard their music, mm. you kind of—I mean—you kind of just solidify saying if you don't do that, you're only going to be hot in your areas that you kind of already have which, a place. I mean, it ain't a bad thing either. You yeah. know what I mean? You could you could run the whole block and be good. Yeah, yeah. but, but if, if you want to venture out, and, but and, no, and, but the thing is too, you have to have that opportunity come across, you know, where somebody's willing to even yeah to give that. you that shot. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So shout out Revolution for even taking a chance to even say, hey, let's take Bug on tour with yeah. us. Yeah. He may or may not do good in these cities. Because that opened up so many doors for you in so many different demographics. Big time. Man, you know what I wanted to bring up is, uh, so, you know, it's like, 
artists that are big here in America, um, it's a different thing in Europe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and you've you've toured in Europe. You played pretty much on every continent, right? Mm-hmm. Um, not every, but <laughs> we're trying. Well, Antarctica, you know. <laughs> yeah, what I'm yeah. But no, you played. You pretty much played everywhere, bro. You played Africa, Asia, Europe, Australia. Ain't lying, huh? <laughs> as, as you look at it, as you look at the, hey, the resume, the you're like, hold on, what damn I'm tripping off of. If you didn't sing that on the couch, we wouldn't be here yes. right now. <laughs> hey, I'm for real. I'm no, but the point that. I was trying to make is that is that you know artists that are like like revolutions, they yeah. might not be popping like that in Europe, right? Because um, their thing is a little bit different. I mean, but see, that's the beauty of reggae because yeah. you know it, it's there's always different spices to it. You know, and, and people resonate to certain sounds or whatever. You know yeah. what I mean? Or, or different vibes of it, They're like. But, I mean, no, I wasn't trying to throw no shade. I was just basically saying, like, you know, it was a blessing that you was able to. Oh, yeah, you man. Know what I mean, to, like, do your thing over there, you know, and get that exposure in Europe. And then. Yep. And, you know, bro, that was rough. Yeah. yeah. Rough. Tell us we about had, that. So you, you got, we got to hear the We have time, guys. Yeah. <laughs> we got to hear. Hey, can we get another shot over here? Yeah, come on, another shot. Right Austin, we right another now. shot right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, you know, we had to. Uh, carry luggage. We had we had carry on luggages under a certain amount of weight. The and bro, we I, I don't know how long was that. Probably month month and a couple of weeks. You know my whole number thing is off. Yeah. So well, what's your favorite place to uh, to perform that you, that comes to mind? I still love Garberville, man. I mean uh, uh, Humble Humble County over yeah. there at the Matil Center. That's yeah. probably one of my favorite spots to perform at. There, I mean, just to get on the mic. Anywhere is is a beautiful thing to me. What about out of the country? Japan, baby. Japan. Well, it was it was just. You talking about the food though? (laughs) You know what? Hey, look, I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Bug (laughs) took me, and we went to this ramen spot in Japan. I will never eat ramen the same again. Shout out to Utah. Yeah, shout out Utah because I was like, I'm I'm thinking it's just ramen. You know what I mean? But no, it's going. It's the sweetest joy next to getting pussy. You ever go (laughs) to this Japan and eat ramen? It, they, they, I don't know how they did it, but Book said, no, I'm going to order for you and order this spicy rum, and then I'll never be the same again. Because to this day, we look for that broth. Can't, can't find to it. To this day, we look for them type of noodles, and I can't mm-hmm. find them nowhere. But that's Man. just from the seeds of being able to go out and do what you do for a living. <laughs> well, yeah, speaking of, speaking of ramen, I had some quick hitters for you, man. So, Oh, um, here, here we go with the quick hitters. Be ready for this that one. That shot brother. ready or what, man? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Hey, speaking of shots, yo, Vili, man, let me get a shot of some kava hey, over here, can we, too, So, man. Austin, can we get a shot of the, the, the whatever we were taking a shot of? Another shot of, of kava yep. while you hit them with these quick hitters right now. Yeah. You ready? So, so, so ramen or pho, man? You can only choose one. Woo! Damn. You... <laughs> See, my wife been making a pho, chicken pho. Oh, I know. See, I had some, and it, it's it's fire. I'm I'm sorry, Japan, but I gotta go with the pho. Okay. Oh, okay. Man, Vietnamese, man. After I just had said, <laughs> <laughs> well, you ain't had the chicken pho that my wife got, no, bro. Man. You, you right. You right. It's on point. Okay, I got some more for you, man. Compton Boog. This is for Compton Boog right here. You can only have one now for the rest of your life. You have to pick one. You got to pick one, right? Tams or the street tacos. Tams, baby. You didn't wow. even say the second choice. Tams, the baby. Choice. I did. Bro, I've been having... Honey, <laughs> t- I don't want to get in my so, fat so, boy so, moment so, right so, now. So Tams over the street taco. All right. Wow. T- Tams is kind of... You know why? Because you can get tacos at Tams, too. You know what I mean? It ain't going to be like street tacos. Yeah. <laughs> we need everything else to come along with Tams and some tacos. I'm going to put it that way. Too. Tams is the one. What you Tams. got next, Wes? Uh, okay. Uh, I see you got the Chucks on. Chucks or Jays, man? Chucks. They uncomfortable uh-huh. as hell, but goddamn. I was Chuck. about to say there is no support <laughs> in Chucks whatsoever, like at all. There is nothing kind of that's comfortable about Chucks. Uh, 
Nate Dogg or uh, Bone Thugs, man? Nate Dogg, baby. <laughs> See, what you talking about, well, man? Let's do this one. Nate Dogg or Singer? <laughs> Sang a logo. Let's go. Uh, sugar Free or Quick? Whoo! That's a tough one. Especially for Boogie. Right. I got to go quick. Ooh. Because you producer, The producer, too. yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And he a dope-ass lyricist. Uh, and Q, melodies. Q or Snoop Dogg? Damn, man. I got to go with Snoop. Uncle Snoop. Ooh, Snoop okay. with, the, with yeah. the W right it's there. The, it's a finesse he got, man. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, that slide he's, real, shit. he's real player with mm-hmm. it, man. Yeah. Uh, and I got one more, man. Uh, P-Funk Parliament or uh, the Gap Band? P-Funk, baby. All right. P-Funk, oh, double right, shots all right, up time. All right. G, thank you, brother. So it's shot time. Oh, no, I need my time. shot. I need my yeah. shot. Oh, the cobble coming? Yeah, yeah. That's, that's you right now. So we, this is mid mid shot with Boogie right here. Cheers, Cheers to you, brother. Cheers to you singing something on the couch or this would have been not even going on right now. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, oh you oh. know what? I had one more. I had what was one, that? Oh, I, I had one more. Shout out I, Wiz Khalifa for the gym. I had one more. Uh, um, Street Fighter or uh, the UFC? Hmm. UFC. Damn, for real. I know. And we've just been talking about you a big UFC fan right now. Yeah, I yep, I really love UFC right now. Who's one of your favorite fighters out right now? Who? Tai Tuivasa. Shout out Bam Bam. Bam, Bam. Bam. Let's go. We're gonna have Bam in here soon too because you know he's doing his thing. He... Half cast podcast, man. Make sure you guys <laughs> Shout out to Half Cast Podcast. Shout out Tyson, Tyson Pedro. Pedro. Yeah. But you know what I also want to talk about? Who have you haven't collabed with yet that that you would want to collab with Shoot. on a track? Because you've done a lot. You've even collabed with Snoop Dogg we just talked about, too. I do want to collab with Warren G on some G-Funk stuff. Yeah. Warren G, okay. I mean, that's, um, you know, I, I... As a producer or a rapper? Ooh, good, good I mean, question, both, Wes. You know what I mean? Both, hopefully. Yeah. Um, who else? See, I, I like a lot of the old, I mean, the... the, the like even Butch Cassidy, I don't even know if he's doing music still. But Man, shout out Butch Cassidy. Okay, well, G Funk or the P Funk? Uh, <laughs> it got to be G Funk. Yeah, yeah. That G Funk era was something different. Yes, it was. That G Funk yeah, era was yeah. something One different. Of my favorite. Where's Cocaine too. Where's somewhere you haven't performed Cocaine yet that you want to perform? Huh? Where's somewhere that you haven't performed yet that you wouldn't mind performing at? Because you perform pretty much all over the world, but I'm talking about there has to be what you just said in Antarctica. <laughs> Earlier? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not ARS. Gonna too get cold seals right. and uh <laughs> penguins down there. Um I don't know, man. Uh I don't know. Yeah. Probably Russia. China. Or China, China. That's where I wanna go. China. Man, or the didn't Philippines. You go, we never did the didn't you have a layover somewhere? Taipei. Well, hold up. You never did oh, the yeah. Philippines? No, we never did the Philippines. Yeah. Roz, we got to make this happen. Shout out to you know Roz. Why, you know why he didn't go to the Philippines? Why? When he was in Guam, they seen what happened in Guam. They was like, oh, yeah, we don't want this dude. <laughs> wow. Hold on, man. Hold on, what? You got to tell the people. Uh, now you got to tell the people. Now they want to know what happened in Guam. I wasn't there, I don't man. even know, man. All I know is my cousin hit me. was like, yo, we just need book on the news. I was like, oh, shit. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but wait, you ain't performed in the Philippines yet? We never did the Philippines. Okay, we definitely, because I was talking to Roz. She does the Filipino channel, and she was saying that we definitely got to get Boog out there. to the. I didn't know that you haven't been out to the Philippines. No. So we definitely got to make that happen for that one. And you ready you got, to go out there too, Wes? Oh, yeah, let's go, okay. man. Come well, on. Let's talk about how this Western Conference and Boog thing came about. Because I always want to tell them how we became the element to part of their shows. 
Like, what, what made you think? Because, Wes, you were already on tour with Book on a few shows. And the whole Western Conference element came about. We were telling Book all the time, hey, you got to have us on the, open up the show. Well, I mean, we because we did, you know, whenever yeah. we would do our thing together, and then once we made it official, it was like, why not? Let's do it. That's automatic. Book, like, is there an important void for that in a show that you have? Like, we just say, we do our thing before, you know, bringing you out. Uh-huh. Like, and I try to, I don't know, I can't beat it over the head enough to tell these people that you need something like that before you bring an artist like yourself out or you bring yourself like that because I think the vibe has to be right for the crowd. Oh, because yeah. Because there's shows that you do without us that kind of just, it takes you a song or two to build up that whole vibe. Tell us about that. I think you guys bring a, a, a very important part to the vibe of the crowd before we even get on stage because. You know, sometimes, most of the time, they just got the iPod playing, and it's like yeah. people just, you know, going to get drinks or whatever. <clears throat> They're not really paying attention to what's going on, and it's like, when y'all there, niggas, the MC, master yeah. ceremonies, baby, let's get it together. You're going to control the crowd and make them feel good before we get on stage. It's like, you you know, massaging the game. Yeah, exactly. I try to tell because I, with me and Westav was talking about this, us having the podcast <laughs> now, that a lot of artists that we talk to and a lot of promoters that we talk to was like, oh, no, you know, we, we have stuff that we do before them. And it's not that I'm trying to sit here and tell them that they need us, but I'm saying we're an intricate part, especially for being with Bug and being with a lot of these acts that we work with to say, look, we're trying to do what we do because we know what they're going to bring mm-hmm. to the show. If that energy ain't on a thousand by the time Bug comes out there, as an artist, you're kind of like, uh, but when you got that whole vibe with it too, it's like a whole nother level. I mean, I would just say shout out all the promoters that have, you know, messed with us and know yeah. the value of it. Um, and hopefully the other ones, you know, they'll come along sooner or later. But the other ones better hurry up and come along and do that because I Oh, don't the, worry. We 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 mixing the pot right now, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna go down. Big gumbo soup, baby. So man, two time Grammy nominated, man. Yes. And you actually have a Grammy now, uh, thanks to Soja. Big up, Soja. Big up, Soja, man. They what? That, that was their second nomination too. We, wait, hold on. We got one with Morgan. I think we got one with Soja. Oh, you was the first on the, time. Oh, that's right. I forgot. See, then See? we got one with Admin of the Noise. So and how many you got, man? Home. How many you got now? How I many mean, total we have in the Grammy cabinet right it, now? I'm. Not, I don't know. Yeah, we we just we're just grateful you, to be a part of the the, the works that 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 everybody invites us to. You know what I mean? And shout out to Soldier. Shout out to uh, Morgan Heritage. Shout out to everybody who's ever had us on the track. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thank you for that. Thank you for the opportunity. But as an artist being nominated, how was that whole process to you? How did it, how did you even process that you saying I, you was nominated for a Grammy? I couldn't. I yeah. couldn't. But there was one time in New Zealand where I was talking to a DJ. I think it was years ago. Maybe I was just young and ready for anything. He was like, oh, well, you know, what? what's a... What's one of the main things you really want in life or whatever? I was making, you know, honestly, I like, hopefully, you know, one of these days I, I really want a Grammy. Yeah. And man, uh, I, I know I got some really good ears, bro. I just heard the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it just kind of blew my mind. Like, okay, so you saying, you know, in my head, like, you, you, you don't no really chance. think I can get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. there ain't no chance. Motherfucker, we got two of them motherfuckers. <laughs> Where you at, boy? <laughs> but nah. Don't put that in on the video. No. I'm just, <laughs> shit. Now, now I'm buzzing. Guys. See, we got. We, thank you, Wiz. This Believe is the boogie that we've been waiting for. Yeah, this right is the boogie we've been waiting for. So let's start. The interview now. starts now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Is that Grammy? Like you're talking about? It's you already have the Grammy. But as an artist, is that the next step in your career that you would like to have your own as the artist on the on the on the banister over there? I mean, whatever it is, you know. what I mean, the whole you know, we'd we'll love to, but we're just gonna keep on doing the works, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Um, <laughs> Speaking of works, what we got coming up next? Because you've been working. 
You've been working, and look, I, I always, you hate when I take your songs, because I'll be at your house, and he'll go to the bathroom, and I'll Napster go to his download phone, earlier. and I ain't gonna lie, I take some songs out of his phone, but I'm talking about, these songs are some bangers, and he, I always tell him before on my Twitch, I said, Boog, I'm gonna play this one, he's like, nah, don't do that. Wait, can we can we talk about the collab um, project? I don't. I don't think it's. Uh, it's still premature okay, right now. Okay, okay. But everything is is stay getting tuned, finalized. Man. Stay yeah, tuned. definitely stay, stay tuned. tuned. And something crazy coming. It's a. Uh, it's it's something from. Um, um, I'm hopefully bands that that you know you you, you love. You know what yeah. I mean. And it's coming from both sides, and it's uh it's stuff that was done during the pandemic, and um, that's all I want to say about it right now. Well, without saying too much, during the pandemic, what were you doing the pandemic? That, were you making the music? That and and buying too much from Costco. (laughs) (laughs) Because that had to be hard on you as a touring artist to be like, man, we have to put everything to a halt. Shows were being canceled. You know, gigs were being canceled daily. And you just kind of like, okay, now what do we do? What did you do in that time? You build with your family. What you you got in front of your face. You know what I mean? The times that that you didn't have the whole... Because, bro, we were touring tough, hard. And um, to to really put that to a halt. You know, we didn't want it to, but it, it... it was cool because we got the the shine our light to where it needed to be in the first yeah. place. You know what I mean? And it's so it's kind of a blessing. It was a blessing in disguise, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, were you kind of just I mean, caught I, up with not the family kind of, time? Yes, it was. Yeah, it, it definitely was. You caught up with the family time. Now that you guys are on doing shows again, you're doing a show with the Green mm-hmm. right now. You're about to do it at downtown Las Vegas. How does it feel to be with back Fia. out there? Shout out, Shout out Fia, Fia man. We're gonna have Fia in here as well. But how does it feel to be back up on stage and doing what you do? It feel good, man. Yeah. It, it, it feel good. We can't wait for it. Um. Yeah, we we never thought we'd even get this far again because of how things is going. But yeah, we're grateful, grateful for the opportunity, man. Top five albums that are in your collection right now. Bro, you can sit there, and there's no question. There's no question what these top five albums are from Jay Book. Bro, I don't even have albums anymore. It's all <laughs> singles, and you know what I mean. Shoot, I think. Uh, I gotta. Um, Man, see, I gotta pull out my phone. Can I pull out my yeah, phone? Yeah, go on, pull out your phone. Wes, while he's doing that, what do you think's in that top five? Just off your top of your dome, um, knowing what his likenesses are. <clears throat> wow, Bob. One. Oh, here we go. There he has it. Buster Rhymes, Exception Level Event, nineteen ninety eight. Wow, that just came out of nowhere. That did, huh? Buster Rhymes. Shout out Buster <laughs> Bus. I'm over here thinking Bob. Oh, Buster Bus oh, too. He's good too. I mean, it's, it's everybody. You yeah. know what I mean? But these uh, are the five that are that are in right now. I mean, it's just they, they've yep. always been. Two. Ry- rhythmalism. DJ Quick. Oh, uh, yeah. Three. Hold on. DJ Quick. Is, you, come on, man. That's You got to put the Chronic in there or the Doggy Style album. The doggy Style? Yeah. This is his doggy. list, Wes. <laughs> <laughs> this is my brother, man. You know what I'm saying? I already know. <laughs> we got Doggy Style in there. Uh-huh. And number five? Man, what was, uh, what was Busy's album? Uh, don't even say a whole Busy Bone album. No, no, but, uh, busy, uh, no. busy Signal. Oh, busy Signal. Busy. Um, I was going to say, there was no good Busy Bone album. What was that unknown number? Oh, we call that man from that. Oh, yeah, man. That was the. Uh, was it Loaded or. Uh, I think I, that was one of the albums that we rang back and forth once we first got it to. Uh, of course, another one's East 99, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. Classic. Um, classic, right? The East 99 is definitely a classic. Doggy style. What was Chronic. that for? Huh. Oh, and uh, Born and Raised, Baby Feeds. Oh, woof. Legendary album right there. Feeds. Okay, what about now? 
top five movies, man, because you're a movie guy. I know that. You are a movie. Now, let me just tell you. His, like, recommendations, he'll sit there and be hey, like, man, did you watch this? I had to watch Snowfall all <laughs> no, season. Because... We had to watch Snowfall. Yeah. No, we but was... I'm saying I had to go back home and watch it after that. <laughs> yeah, we watched so... about 10 episodes of exactly. Snowfall, and I didn't Which even know what the hell next was going to us. on. Top five movies. Damn, I can't even think of them. Top of my head. Top three, then, just to give us three. <sighs> top three? That you could watch over and over. Hmm. Endgame. Endgame. Wow. Uh, I like the program. Old one. That was a little hype up for Yeah, the program. Uh, what was it? Uh, oh, the first Jurassic Park, too. That was hard. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Wes? Top three. Uh, man, Friday got to be on there. Um, see, I don't really watch movies like that, man. Like, well, I do. Number one, Five Heartbeats. Number, okay. <laughs> number two, Boys in the Hood and three, Menace oh, yeah. Society. Yeah, Menace Society. Because Over saying, Friday? Yeah, I mean, you know what? Those were just like, those hit a little bit closer. Yeah, I guess Friday so. was more of a, like, if you got high and you yeah, were just doing yeah, it, yeah. That, that was what, mean, what your movie is. All, yeah, them Fridays was funny as hell, though. Before we get up out of your book, any advice you have for an artist that's watching this podcast right now Woo! that you are a big influence to? What are you telling that kid that you wish you told yourself? Don't trust everybody. Yeah. Uh, never let up on what you're doing. Believe in yourself all the fucking way. Yeah. Make sure you got a good camp with you. And make sure your paperwork's straight. Shit, even salt look like sugar. Mm. Damn. Come on, man. We're here, my I brother Jay just, Bug, I think bro. somebody just posted that earlier today. Yeah, that was me. Uh, morning <laughs> message if you guys want to follow me on Instagram. Oh, Big Nasty Body over here. <laughs> Anybody you want to shout out, man, before yeah. we get up out of here? Man, shout out to my alpha mother family. Shout out to my yeah. wife, L. Shout out to my son, John, back home. Shout out, JP. Um, shout out, sis, L, man. Man. I don't know. I just, just, you know, love for everybody, man. We just, ha- we just happy you did this because me and and, and Wes, we know you. We you skeptical. I to don't do like it. interviews. Yeah, at all. Does, and trust me, you guys watching this is a treat to have Boogie on this platform right now because you probably won't see him on another one unless we do a part two to this. Hopefully, you can make something out of this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna say, take whatever you can out of this and do that. But we want to thank you. Make for it coming look nice. on, man. We appreciate what you do for the culture. We appreciate what you do for us as brothers. And keep doing what you do, man, because we are definitely watching. We definitely supporting you, brother. My thank brother. You. Western Conference Podcast, my brother Jay Boog, West Stafford. Yeah. Yeah, man. Big up.